Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another week of 15 Minute You. I am Evan Wazork. That's my brother, Matthew. Terry Francona for president. <laughs> Welcome to another minute of 15 Minute You. We are two brothers from Cleveland. I'm living out on the West Coast. The weather is not bad. I was at a state park today. It's a little overclassed, though. Matt, how's the weather in Cleveland treating you? Or D.C., excuse me. I always mess that up. I know, you do. You do. Yeah. Uh, the weather in D.C. still unseasonably warm today. Overcast, beautiful morning, decent afternoon. There you go. Okay, well, as you folks know, this is a recap of last week's college football world as well as a preview of next week. So before we get into it, I know the fans eagerly awaiting what is the turnover situation at Western. Well, folks, they had quite the battle with Ball State, picking off Ball State's quarterback Jack Malias twice and recovering one fumble. The Broncos are now tied for first in the nation turnover margin with Washington. Both teams have a 1.67 turnover margin per game. Matt, row the boat, baby. Row that boat. Uh, Matt, it was a scary week for quarterbacks. Three quarterbacks from the top 10 went down with injuries. So what do you got for us as far as the top 25 picture? Yeah, I mean, Tommy Armstrong is the scariest. Being Carlos, oh, for sure. You know, thankfully... Uh, all appear to be okay. In terms of top twenty-five, before the poll came out, I just I had to put like a side note. It's a complete sham if Free Shoes is ranked ahead of LSU in any polls that come out this week. Both teams have three losses. Free Shoes yeah. gave up sixty-three points to Louisville and then lost to unranked North Carolina. LSU same number of losses has lost to all top ten teams. Much better it's teams. Auburn, just want to say that. Exactly, and that's what I meant by top 10 teams. Yeah. And Alabama. Going into the fourth quarter this week, the score is 0-0 against Alabama. Final verdict on that, coaches poll, sham and a half. FSU comes in at number 18, LSU comes in at number 19. WTF. The AP poll lives another week. LSU <laughs> at number 19, free shoes coming in at number 20. It's a close one. Uh, yeah, close one, close one. First things first, the AP and the coaches' polls have a lot of disagreements. For instance, the coaches' poll drops 15-minute you favorite Western three spots after winning to That's number 21. That's messed uh, up. Well, right, agreed. The AP promotes the Broncos up to number 14. So, uh, as we're referencing numbers in here, we are referring back to the AP poll. The top of the poll stayed relatively intact, unless you're an Aggies fan. Alabama, Michigan, Clemson, Washington, Louisville, Ohio State topped both polls. Rising up, Penn State moved up eight spots to number 12. Nittany Lions are hot after their upset of the Buckeyes two weeks ago. What type of lion exactly is a Nittany Lion? It's extinct lion. Fun fact. <laughs> uh, shout out to Colorado, who... Moved up five spots to number 16. It's their highest ranking since 2002. Buffs. Uh, falling in the polls. Nebraska, Florida, Baylor all dropped 12 places in the AP poll to numbers 21, 22, and 25, respectively. There were no newcomers to the party this week, which also means that no teams fell out. You had some thoughts about who were invited to the top 25 party and who were not. Okay, so we've had this conversation for weeks now about why is Florida State ranked. I don't want to get into it. Everyone at home knows it's complete sham. But joining this Who Invited You to the Party Club, Baylor University, what are you doing at this party? You didn't even bring food. Like, they have two losses, both to unranked teams. Most recently, by 40 points to TCU. Granted, they are 25th, but what are you doing in the top 25? Uh, they also had a, a shootout two weeks ago against an awful Iowa State team. Florida State, Baylor, what are you doing at this party? 
Kind of reminds me of Claire's friends at the Christmas party. Shout out to little sister Claire. Yeah. She invites all types of friends to the Christmas party, and then they show up empty-handed, and we're like, did you forget something in the car? And they're like, no, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I said, you forget something in the car? Oh, you're out of beer. Do you have any more? Oh, that's (laughs) we're out because you didn't bring any. Thanks. (laughs) Baylor, bring some beer next week. (laughs) So, conference outlook for this week. Big Ten and SEC both at five in the top 25 and three in the top 10. I do think A&M coming in at number 10 for the SEC is a little suspect. It's a lot of suspect. Good. Agreed. (laughs) ACC also at five in the top 25. They only had two in the top 10, Clemson and Louisville. The Big 12 and the Pac-12 both had four in the top 25. Washington continues to lead the way for the Pac-12. Oklahoma takes over the lead spot for the Big 12, coming in at number nine this week. Is Big Game Bob back from the dead? No. That nine ranking, also suspect. They lost by 20 points to OSU. I mean, that's your one big game in the schedule. You shit the bet on that one. Uh, They also had a shootout against Iowa State's getting in these shootouts. Maybe they're not as bad as I'm making them out, but... They got into a shootout against a terrible Iowa State team. So, no, he's not back. And they lost. They didn't have a shootout against Texas Tech, and they lost to Yes. Houston. Yes. Oh, and they also had a shootout against Texas. So, no, he's not back. But speaking of fatheads that you have in your room, Bobby Petrino, in his post-game interview. Fatheads, uh, you have your room. Okay. I don't have any fatheads. Um, so, Bobby Petrino is getting uh, doing his post-game, and they're talking about the rankings, and he thinks his Cardinals should be ranked a little higher uh, than they currently are, and he's attributing it to the fact that they have not blown out many teams. And he said, I quote, maybe we should have scored 80 on FSU, alluding to an idea that sportsmanship is no longer a thing in the NCAA and that the way the playoff rankings are set up is you have to blow out teams. I think you can certainly make the case this is true, looking at just some of the best t- coaches, Meyer, Harbaugh, Saban, they blow teams out. They are pissed off if they don't hang, you know, a million points on some team. And so I hate to say it because I hate Bobby Petrino. And he's, I mean, he's probably doing under-the-radar interviews as we speak. But I do think he has a point. You don't see this in the NFL. You don't see it in the co- or in the high school game. You only see it in the college game. And I think it has to do with the amount of money you can make going to bowl games and the amount of attention you get playoff rankings. Matt, your thoughts on your hero, Bobby Petrino? My thoughts are Petrino has no point. Next week when the college football committee finally comes to their senses, Washington's going to be back in the top four. Texas A&M will be out. When that happens, the thing those teams will all have in common that Louisville doesn't have in common with them is the number that's in the loss column, which will be zero for Alabama, Michigan, Clemson, Washington. Louisville isn't outside of the top four because they didn't hang 80 on Florida State. They thumped Florida State. They put up 63 on them. Louisville's outside of the top four because they lost to Clemson. Like Al Davis would say, just win, baby. Secondly, Bobby Petrino, save your sports. Give <laughs> over somebody else. Like, I, I, I just, I do talk to him. Was he being a good sport the last time he coached at Louisville when he bolted for the Falcons? And then still a good sport when he worked for the Falcons for about a half hour before bolting mid-season for Arkansas? And, like, how did he go out in Arkansas? Oh, yeah, he crashed his motorcycle with his mistress on the back. Huge team player move for the Arkansas. <laughs> they got him and Tom Jurek in some kind of, like, freak definition of sportsmanship. Right? <laughs> them to continue to work together. But uh, while we're talking about deplorables, let's talk about the SEC. Last week, you and I both thought maybe we had judged him too early when we said they're not really a top one, two, or three conference. Actually, we didn't judge him too early. <laughs> Playoff committee missed on the SEC. 
SEC is weak, period. Let's make a commitment on this podcast that we are just not going to debate that anymore. And Can we agree on that? Uh, agreed. Agreed. Uh, everyone's favorite one-loss team, Texas A&M, lost in Starkville. Dan Mullen, you dog. <laughs> Number 11, Florida, loses at Arkansas. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Ole Miss gave up 27 points in a 37-27 victory at Georgia Southern. Not University of Georgia, but Georgia Southern. Like, what conference is Georgia Southern in? Couldn't tell you. It's not yeah. breadbasket conference. Uh, uh, you I... don't have as gloomy of an outlook on the SEC as I do. Uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think you still always got to give them credit for having the best team in the nation in Alabama. They, But they are certainly top-heavy. If we can go to the glasses, as Tony Kornheiser says, even though I'm wearing my contacts, only Alabama, Auburn, and Georgia have winning records on the road. Overall, the conference on the road, 19-24. and 24. Only one team, Bama, has a winning record against the top 25. The other, we'll say, decent teams in the SEC, LSU, A&M, Auburn, Florida, are 3-10 and 10 combined against uh, the top 25. So I think, you know, you look at the intercommerce play, you look at big games, they're, they're certainly not winning them. What is most interesting to me about this is I feel like three years ago or so, this would have just been swept under the rug as, oh, well, you know, it's really hard to win in the SEC. It's such a battle down there. I, you do have to say I don't think they're getting quite the break that they used to get three, five years ago. Well, you have powers are down, like, in that time period, at that like we're talking, South Carolina was good four years ago. Georgia True. was good four years ago. If, in the first college football playoff ranking, remember who was number one and number two in the very first ranking of all time? Number one was Ole Miss. Number two was Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah. When the state of Mississippi was awesome at football. Yeah. But we will see how you know this transitions out. There are a couple games next week with SEC championship implications. So speaking of that, Matt, what do you say we do some picking? Let's pick them. All right, man. So, just a recap of how we're doing overall. You are 28-11-1. Again, that one being the canceled Florida LSU game. I am 25-14-1. But I did pick a game up this week, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Last week, your own Evan Wazorek, 7-2 to Matt's 6-3. Texas. Saved me, baby. Texas. Um, Welcome. Welcome. Defeated Texas Tech. Matt thought there's no one that could tackle on Texas. Turns out 26 people on the team can tackle. Um, we both got... Seven people could tackle. Okay. Well, turns out you missed 25. Or 21. Excuse me. We both got burned by Florida. That was harsh. Uh, and we both got burned by NC State. Unfortunately. Looking on to next week. Just going to go with the teams that we... Or, yeah, with the games that we agree in. First one, South Carolina at number two... Tw- 22 Florida. We're both taking Florida. Then we have Washington. <laughs> chomping Gators. Matt's chomping the Gators over in D.C. Then we have USC at number four, Washington. Uh, Seattle's hosting game day for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe an upset alert. We don't think so. We're both taking Washington. Then we got number 15, North Carolina, traveling to Duke. Kind of a, two basketball teams teeing off, but, you know. Playing some football. Yeah, playing some football. We'll see how it goes. We're both taking UNC. And then, finally, last game that we agree on, we got number three, Michigan. The boys in blue, on the road, Iowa. Uh, Kinnick Stadium, typically very loud, and, you know, Iowa has this reputation to be a spoiler. I can think of at least twice in my high school to college career where Michigan had a great season spoiled by Iowa, but we're both taking Michigan on this one. Yep, yep, gotcha. Uh, moving to the games we disagree, we got number 20, West Virginia visiting Texas. 
I'm taking West Virginia. You're taking Texas, Matt, since you're taking Texas. If Texas pulls out this win, does Strong save his job? Hard to say. I think he's kind of in a similar situation where Les Miles was, where the people in power made it clear that they don't really – Charlie Strong is just not their guy. Absolutely. Uh, I think winning this game would give him a major argument that he should stay and they are making progress. I'm taking Texas because Texas is at home, and West Virginia just really disappointed me. Okay, next game, Stanford visiting Oregon. I'm taking Stanford. You're taking Oregon. Reason behind that is? Well, we got a, the lowest-rated offense in the Pac-12 against the lowest-rated defense. This is just going to be an absolute mud-wrestling match here. Again, I like Oregon at home. You know, I'm about the home teams. Absolutely. Interesting you say that, though, because our next game, Minis- unranked Minnesota is visiting number 21, Nebraska. The real question yeah. is, is Nebraska mentally ready for this game? I'm taking Nebraska. If they lose this game, I mean, they have no business being in the top 25 at all during the season, in my opinion. That would be every big game you've lost. I think the Husker free fall has started. They lost a tough game against Wisconsin. You got blown out against Ohio State. And now you got a tough two-loss Minnesota team coming in. This game has serious Big Ten West implications. We'll see. And our final game, number 19, LSU visiting Arkansas. Can Arkansas ride the wave, and is LSU going to be able to get it up after last week's heartbreak? I'm taking... LSU on the road, you're going with Arkansas. I think LSU really, I mean, they wanted to win that Bama game. And um, my thought is they're going to come out hungry and come out and show people, hey, Orgeron's our guy. We're going to win this game. I I think LSU is the safe pick, absolutely. Uh, Not only the safe pick, it's the smart pick. I'm taking Arkansas, Arkansas at home. I'm still weary of the way that they played against Auburn. That game cannot get out of my head. I do like home teams this time of the year, though. Arkansas, you know, did take down Florida. I think it was really made me think less about Florida than it did make me think more about Arkansas. But we'll see. For this week, I'm taking Arkansas at home. Okay, folks, check in next week, see how we did. Matt, before I let you wrap this up, I think we got to give a quick shout-out to the Blue Turf at Boise State, one of our <laughs> low-key favorite teams, celebrated – the big 3-0 this Saturday. 30 years yep. of the blue turf. That is only yep. one year older than you, old man. Broncos, that's a great stadium to play in, in uh, college football on uh, PlayStation. Though. Oh, for sure. For sure. Favorite stadium. So this concludes another week of 15-Minute You. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Matt Wazorek. That's my brother, Evan. Remember to download 15-Minute You on iTunes, wherever you get your fine podcasts at. Uh, we'll check in briefly Tuesday night. Uh, after the next round, the playoff rankings are released for an episode of 5-Minute You. Normally, this portion of the podcast is reserved for a small, important, informative detail about college football you may have missed from this week. And in closing today, Evan and I both would like to say, speaking of Tuesday, please get out and vote if you haven't done so already. We're not going to get too political on this show, but outside of 15-Minute You, we both closely follow politics, and we hear the many shades of disenchantment in this presidential election. But voting is too important of a right, and the event... It's too large to skip out on, no matter the current state of politics. So please get out and vote Tuesday night, and then tune in for an episode of 5-Minute You. Remember, folks, don't pick them like my brother. And don't pick them like my brother.